Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Face like that, I can be mad at you. An independent woman with an attitude. I can give you what you want, but you don't really need it. Cause you never want for nuts. So I wouldn't be wrong to ask you to my place. If you tell me that you can't, then baby, it's okay. All right. We back again. Welcome to Crimes to Remember with Sherry Franklin. And we also have our host today. Mike Adams. How are you today? Very good. Very good. Very good. Ready for another great episode of murder and mischief. So who do you have who do you have for us today? All right, so today we're looking at the prolific serial killer Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Okay. Now, are you okay. familiar with Richard Ramirez at all? Um, I know he's Spanish. Okay. Um, that sounded racist <laughs> and I don't want to converse with you anymore. So, Neil, have you heard of Richard Ramirez? Yes. He, Thank you. He he sounds Spanish. <laughs> you know Sorry, that was we had to do that joke. That right. was you know what? That was I just learned it right. Okay, I learned that it's a clown show today. Anywho, wow, <laughs> wow. No, I have heard of Richard Ramirez again. I think on the last episode I said one of the scariest guys. No, he but listen, Terrible. Richard Ramirez was uh, definitely a force to be reckoned with because you know not only with the childhood, it's just that the crimes he committed, and then also too being known as a serial killer that um the only one actually in history that not only when he, he murdered people, of course, but he would rape and sodomize little girls and little boys, which was actually unheard of because, you know, unfortunately pedophiles have a type, which is horrible that you have to say this, but they, yeah, I mean like that doesn't make any sense either, but usually they're into like either young girls or young boys, but he was across the board. So whether, and actually his victims, they ranged from ages six years old to I think it was 89. Wow. Yeah. So it was right. It was definitely no, no specialties with him. Just everybody. Yeah. Anything was, yeah, it was anything was worked for him across the board. And, uh, he was born in 1960 in, uh, El Paso, Texas. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he had four siblings. So, and the household he had was, it was rough. Like he would be outside playing on his own when he was like three or four. Um, as far as supervision, the father was alcoholic. Um, and he was very abusive. Uh, not only that, when it came to punishing Richard Ramirez, when he would punish him, he would sometimes take him to the cemetery and tie him to a cross and leave him out there in the cemetery overnight just to prove a point to him. So, what was the point? Right. <laughs> right. I know. You're like, you're, like, you're killing me. You're like, at some point you're going to end up here, but I can put you here sooner. I just want to remind <laughs> the you. The point was to be, get trauma. <laughs> right, basically. He's basically like, that. how can I traumatize this child? Yeah. Cemetery, we're on our way. Um, so did he kill yeah, unfortunately hmm? did he kill the father uh no wow <laughs> and that probably should have been the first one you went <laughs> for yeah some of them you'd be like and you sure you didn't want to put your father on the list because <laughs> i mean i'm thinking he should have been number one um at like the age of 10 he started doing uh alcohol marijuana and then unfortunately he had a cousin uh who was miguel ramirez an mm. older cousin and he idolized him he looked up to him and miguel ramirez he was actually uh, a beret uh in vietnam and what he would do is he would have pictures that he would show Richard when he was a child of when he had raped, murdered, and dismembered or decapitated women. And unfortunately, Richard Ramirez stated he was fascinated by it, the pictures, and he was intrigued. So he found it interesting. And of course, he looked up to him. Um, 
another traumatic experience. When Richard Ramirez was 13 years old, his cousin Miguel was arguing with his wife and Miguel pulled a gun on his wife. And she was like, what are you going to do, shoot me? And Miguel shot her in the head in front of Richard when he was 13 years old. Um, ladies, and, please, just don't. And of course, don't he was ask the questions you don't want answers to. Like, right, you know I know. What, like, what are you going to do? Shoot me? You're like, oh, all right. Well, he wasn't bluffing. I, I mean, almost. I'm not even upset about that part. I was like, ah, oh, what's he kind of asked for a little bit? You know what I'm saying? That boy got a gun. Duck. You could, she could have ducked, stop, drop, roll, anything. What you going to shoot me? You know, I just, you know, just you saying know, that part. Like, you know, right, that part, you know. That's exactly why your opinions don't matter. Thank God for that. So, um, right. That's so why he shot her, too. Shot probably why she probably said that, too. <laughs> no way. <laughs> like, you're not even a real man. And then he probably pulled a circuit. You know, we try to come up with our best best phrases ever and make it work. Doesn't mean we'll live through them, but <laughs> we make an attempt because we're petty. Um, So, unfortunately, he, he murdered her. And he was not found guilty uh, due to uh, insanity. And he ended up going into a mental facility for several years. But then he was released. And when Virgin got to, uh, I think it was like around 14 after that, when he moved, though, and he decided to move with his sister, Ruth. So now, unfortunately, Ruth's husband was a peeping Tom and a voyeur. This boy. So, yeah, he has like no chance <laughs> at all. Like, I think that's the part that upsets you the most. You're like, so what's the next story? His family Virgin? told him the whole game. Like, he right. just learned it from right. family members. So his um, brother-in-law would take him out with him on voyeurs or like the peeping time trips or whatever, the spy on women. And then when his cousin Miguel got out, all three of them would go together. Uh, three amigos. Right, basically. That so they racist. were like, it was a that family thing. So unfortunately. And then, um, you know, as he got older, he decided he wanted to move. So Richard Ramirez decided to move to California at the age of 22. Better people. Um, <laughs> really? <Out there. laughs> yeah, okay. At least the weather's nice. I mean, I don't know what else you need for um, but when he was out there and of course he got into then cocaine and heroin. So he was committing burglaries and saunas in order to, you know, maintain his habit. He also mm -hmm. started stealing cars. So with that, he was terrorizing San Francisco along with Los Angeles and he would steal cars and just, you know, try to get hotel rooms or just stay different places. But he was known as the night stalker because he would just, you know, intrude on people's houses and try to rob them. Um, before he started doing that though, he would kidnap children. So he would kidnap a child, molest the child, and then abandon the child somewhere else to let the child go. And mm -hmm. the one thing that was his downfall as far as people being able, people being able to recognize him or know him when it did come in the end to identifying him was his teeth were so bad. They were decayed. Um, he had lost a lot of teeth. His teeth were very rotten mm. and his mouth was horrible. Oh, so, and bad teeth go together. Right. Basically. So, and of course, you know, poor hygiene, he just didn't brush his teeth, but he didn't care. Mm. So he didn't care. Um, and one of the things, like I stated, unfortunately he was into little boys and little girls, but his motto usually was when he would break in the houses, especially if it was a man, he would come in, shoot the husband in the face, then rape the wife and then rape or sodomize the child. So, it uh, could be instances where there were survivors, but not necessarily all the time, though. Mm. So, yeah, he terrorized. When I say he terrorized the community, he definitely terrorized the community. Um, another thing is he was very into satanic satanic court uh, cults and whatnot. So when he would rape or terrorize these people, he would want them to say that they worship Satan 
and there was Satan, their savior. Like that was the thing he would make you do because he was so into it. And he was a big believer as far as that. So that was one of his twists. I'm not participating in all that. I ain't gonna get raped and talk to Satan. That's a lot. Like this, this, this. Yeah, that's like weird. he just. Yeah, that's it, where you draw the line. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where you draw the line. Okay, so so you're okay with getting raped? Not one or the other. other. I mean, if if you had to get one of them, right, one or the right, other, right. Like, and I gotta talk to you too during it. That's another. That's more oh, he was, Yeah, he was about pain, like torture. I think the the whole not having a type, which is the, the terrible way. He really just wanted all the innocent people. It was always, yeah, like the ranging. He just wanted to commit just awful acts, it's, which is nuts. Which is why he scares, I think, us the most. You ever wonder why these people never run up on a, a kid that's going to be a serial killer, like meet his match or something? Like you go to rape him and he want to rape you, and wonder why these things never clash like that. That would be that would be pretty. Yeah, cool. from like the maybe the kids from that uh, one of the horror movies. What is it? Is it child's play or child's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like run up? <laughs> Did you say child's play? <laughs> Definitely, I can see that. Mike. They, they, it's they, a they, shame. They, they never run up on you know, these the other this they, they, they always mm. you know, he ran in and shot the father in the face. So if you really about work, you're gonna rape everybody. Mm. Like, you know, it's it's some it's it's a bitch ass this in there a lot. Like, you know, you wanna be tough. You 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 portray all this like, you know, rob people, I fight people and all this, but it's it's never anybody that's gonna put up and fight. Yeah, is what I'm was, saying. It's never nobody putting yeah, up. Yeah, he was fight. never that guy either. You're putting no, he was definitely yeah. not. He was not like a fighter. And then not only that, when he was a teenager, also, he had gotten a job at a hotel. So he had molested two children on the elevator, didn't get charged for that. Then he was working there and he raped a woman that was in her hotel room. And the husband came in the hotel room and fought him to beat him off. Mm. Now, of course, he beat Richard Ramirez up, but they left and they didn't press charges. So he got away with that also. So, so see, with your wife and you don't press charges? The thing, the, they didn't live there and they left town. They didn't stay in town to either deal with charges or even She was pursue. the side chick. He didn't want just, his wife to know. Okay, it was his wife. No, it was his wife. No, just because you are into side chicks. It it was his (laughs) wife. Everyone's not like you. There are some decent um, men out there. I mean, if if somebody rapes your wife, you're not going, even though you beat them up, you're still going to do something. No, listen, you can say what you want. Come on now. Leave them there? What year do you think this is? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what are you? Remember, we were still very much like shaming women for having them get raped. What gets me is, you act like we're equal now, even. Like, just Seriously. stop. Just sit down, Mike. Like, you sound Listen. dumb. And oh, secondly, what? It's what? your woman. It's your, I mean, it your wife. Oh, so you can't do victim blame on every single podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Huh? you. Listen, you victim blame every time. Secondly, it does you're, the woman is going through the child, the trial, not you. It didn't happen. Yeah. I'm talking about the husband. The husband didn't want to call authorities after he went in. The point and, is, and that guy, the woman he, goes through the trial, yeah. not you. So that's what I'd like you to understand. You can call the cops, but if she's not going to testify, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't know if you can seem to sympathize so, with victims, ooh, but try. You monster. You absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, I <laughs> Listen, just, this isn't my, my point of view. All point of views ain't good point of views, but this is, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I was just, view, yeah, it was me, it would be like, you know, I mean. Okay. doing this in front of comedian Sherry right now, dude. Huh? You're right. doing this in front of comedian Sherry right now. She Thank knew what it was when she signed up to be a friend. This is this is this is me. Wow. This is me. Right. And I emailed him the contract ended. I just didn't get the response from the email. So either way, though. So anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah. So when he worked at the hotel, and then um another thing is so and you see him on the screen and you've seen different pictures of him. He's just his eyes are just dark. It's almost like he's empty. And he when I say he felt no remorse, he never felt any remorse. He just didn't feel bad. It didn't really phase him. He ended up being convicted of a 13 counts of murder, five attempted murders, uh, what was it? And then 11 sexual assaults and like 14 burglaries. And of course, that, you know, the sad part is 
that's not all the cases because now he went to jail and of course he was sentenced to death row and he was on death row for two decades and then he passed away and that was in mm. 2013 but in 2009 they got dna from a nine-year-old girl uh it was a chinese girl that he had uh raped beaten to death and then he hung her by her blouse from a pole in the basement of an apartment and mm. then actually in 2016 they put his DNA to another victim. So the sad part is, even though he was convicted of those counts, there still were several more counts. Because you have to remember, the 13 murder counts, along with his other, because it ended up being 43 counts for mm. his case. But they took the children cases out. So the children didn't have to be subjected to a trial. Uh, right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because it was a six-year-old that it spoke. And it was, it was sad because the six-year-old said, that's him. And she said, do you want me to testify? I'll testify. I'm not scared. I just don't want him to do it to anybody else. Mm. Strong lady. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad kid. to think that a child is that so strong, but it's sad to think that someone would put a child in that predicament and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just, he's really sick as far as that. And he would, and that was his motto, like to sneak into different homes and victimize people. And his twist was he was in bondage. And when he attacked people, he would use either like a hammer, a crowbar, mm. a knife. Like he was hands-on. Like that was one of his biggest things. He wanted to be hands-on with the violence. Now, when it came mm. to him shooting someone, he would shoot a husband. So there was no fight mm. to engage in. That was one of his biggest things. He would kill the husband right away. So then he can victimize everybody else in the house. Just see him had a thing off, right. feeding off their pain. Right. Because he liked to see people suffer. Mm. And he just was so, you know... He thought the satanic cult was the everything. The only, I think the one part though that, well, it always appalled me with uh, Richard Ramirez is the fan club that he had. When he went to crazy. court, now he always was known for his decaying teeth. So when he was locked up, he ended up getting his teeth fixed, of course. Cause you know, when these prisoners get locked up, they get the best medical care ever. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, if you don't got a health plan, I'm not saying get locked up. I'm just saying, you're going to get all the pills you need and that dental work <laughs> that you don't have to pay for. So when he would come into court, he'd be having suits and he'd have sunglasses on and women would be in the court. They would lift their shirt up. They would flash them. They'd be like, I love you. Oh, listen, they were in love with him. And I think the part that bothered me the most is I understand that there were women that were intrigued with Ted Bundy. But the difference with Richard Ramirez and Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez raped and sodomized little girls and little boys. And he still looked hot to you in a suit and sunglasses. I don't really care if he's suited or booted. <laughs> All I'm saying is... Why did they even suit him up anyway? Oh, no, listen, because that's what he wanted. He got his teeth done. He wanted to wear the glasses. Because, he listen, his fan mail was crazy at the time. You'd be amazed. The pictures... The women that wanted to be with him, they were like, you're railroading him. Really? His DNA's on it. Really? I can't imagine. And the crazy part is when they finally did release, because <laughs> he did, he had 14 months. He had a 14 month run that he did this from 1984 to 1985. So in August 1985, they didn't want to release his name and the picture. They said, let's wait. At least we finally found out who he is. Let's try to find him. They said, no. We're going to release the name and the picture. They were like, but he's a transient. So then it make it hard for us to find him and he might take off, mm -hmm. which I understood what they meant. But the decision they made was excellent because he went to carjack someone 
And because his face and name was plastered everywhere, yeah. when he went to carjack the guy, not only did the guy fight him, the people in the neighborhood, everyone started coming out their house and started beating him. And then the cops came. Oh, <laughs> oh and they were, when I say they were proud of themselves, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. They were yes. proud. They, just, they felt like they were Floyd Mayweather, okay? They, they were like, we're winning the champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> they were but yeah, and the funny part is he said afterwards, if I had a gun, I would have made everyone scatter. Right. Uh, it's a gun. <laughs> right. And secondly, you don't have time for a gun. And uh, since you're so big and bad, how about you learn to fight? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, but yeah, he did. So they captured him. And I I don't really think he thought he was going to get off, but I think he just enjoyed the attention. He yeah. liked the attention. He liked the spotlight in court. Um, And he was just, he was just crazy in his thoughts. He just didn't see anything wrong with the things he did. And he tore the people that he tormented or that he subjected to the things that he did. It was just like, it was appalling. Like it's nothing worse than being violated and being raped, but then for someone to get such pleasure out of demeaning you mm-hmm. or to make you feel so worthless, people don't understand like mentally that, that, you know, that does a lot. Like as a woman, you already feel violated, but then for somebody to do something like that to you mentally, like, I just yeah. couldn't imagine that. Yeah. I couldn't. Like, it makes a really big difference. And I don't understand these fan club women. Like, you chase this guy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, don't want you because you want to give it to him. Like, I don't understand what is what is the, what do they think they they're getting out of this? The crazy the crazy part though that that did surprise me though in the end is what Richard Ramirez said. And Richard Ramirez stated when they were they gave him the charges and he said mm-hmm, whatever. And they were like, oh, he's guilty. And of course, I think uh, they upheld it. It was like 19 death sentences because it was 43 counts. Mm. And Richard Ramirez stated, I don't need to hear all of society's rationalizations. I've heard them all before. And the facts still remain. What is is what is. You don't understand me. You're not expected to. And you're not capable of it. I am beyond your experience. I am beyond good and evil. Big deal. Death always went with the territory. I'll see you in Disneyland. As he like, listen, and he wasn't phased. And then when they did do an interview later on, I think that was in 94 when they did his interview, he had asked them, is there such a thing as a bad seed when a baby is born? Is he already born a serial killer or is he created? But he said, no matter what, please destroy the tapes after we're done this. I don't want tapes of me out there, but you're not going to make me look bad, right? <laughs> wow, really, Rich? Well, I think you did that all on your own, but you know, yeah. teachers on, teachers on. But yeah, he was he was a force to be reckoned with. So, but unfortunately, death row didn't keep him. He passed away in a uh, 2013 from complications from cancer. Wow. Yeah, that's not. He didn't suffer enough to me, but you know, that's terrible. It's one yeah, of those things. But these that was no sad part yeah, make that so funny, Mike. Come on now. Huh? Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Victor, yeah, yeah, make that yeah. funny, bud. Yeah, you know, make a yeah, joke yeah. out of that What's one. funny yeah. about that, huh? Because this is, uh, yeah, like, just try to highlight I mean, it and make it seem like victims don't matter here. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't say nothing about victims don't matter. I said it's messed up that he just, the cancer took him. Like, you know, it should have been something I should have got a death penalty, something more justice. You just die from cancer after all that. I mean, that's, that just seems. You know what, Neil? I'm not really surprised because the funny part is. He was playing R. Kelly's song in the car. So, I, you know, some people support it. Listen, everybody. listen. R. But Kelly did what he did, but his music was still great. Oh, you but did I mean? he do it to you? Because you know how you are with victims. Do, do what? No, what do you mean? You know what? See, my point exactly. And this is where you appall me. <laughs> <laughs> Crimes to remember, and hopefully Mike one day will get it. 
All right, now we're at the segment where what irked your soul this week? I just got one. I just got one. That's fine, because you know me. I have to narrow it down. (laughs) I try to keep it simple. And we are now bringing on comedian Chris Adams. How are you today? Hey, I'm feeling good. Like I said, um, you know, I've been doing comedy for years and I, I finally made it to a podcast about murder and rape. So you know what? You know, I, <laughs> I can't goals, right? Goals. I can't with you. Chris is very funny. I worked with Chris out in New York and uh he's he's definitely been doing his thing. Now, as far as travel, no one can compete with Chris. Um, where did you just get back from? Like Dubai, some rich place. I don't know. He traveled at three places at once. <laughs> Where were yeah, they? I, I, I actually went to three countries um, in the past two weeks. I went to South Africa. I visited uh, Johannesburg and Cape Town. Then I went to Mexico and then I went to uh, Bahamas. Rich people problems. Right. Oh, my goodness. That sounds exciting. <laughs> Gotta well, I love mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> you said, I mean, yeah, you know, I love that humbleness. <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, I do what I do with my money. But so now with this segment, we talk about Earth Your Soul because we like to get off our chest. What irked our soul? And of course, our producer, Neil, never seems to get mad about anything, but we let him mention something that's really not annoying to him. Well, it's usually we Sherry, on. but he don't say it to her face. Uh, I'm not. I am unshakable. <laughs> you will it, not it break usually, me. It usually isn't me, but just because I annoy you, no one cares. So, mm-hmm. Chris, enlighten me. What irked your soul this week? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Summer. You know uh, like... Uh, I'm telling you, summer keeps coming around like like I had time to work out and shit. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm wearing a pair of Spanx right now to keep all this shit under control. <laughs> I'm looking like a fucking city girl underneath the shirt. I ain't like, I gained so much weight during fucking COVID, a pregnant lady gave me her seat on a train on the. <laughs> Like I, I'm serious. Like oh, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like people keep mistaking me for a gospel singer, and it's like, yo, man, I am not fucking Marvin Sapp. You know what? <laughs> and I'm, uh, yo, and it's and it's all to do with fucking summer. It's, it's like, yo, I'm I'm fucking bitches with a with a uh, sleep apnea mask on now. You know what? And it's <laughs> yo, it's all because if they of stay summer. there with it, then you still win it. That's just appalling. That's real love. That it sounds like real yeah. love. Hey, we don't shame. That's right. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> like I love. don't shame because if I had a man that had sleep apnea, right. I would definitely be there for him. Yeah, you would right. finish him off. That's exactly what you would do. <laughs> definitely yeah, unplug your sleep yeah, apnea. Yeah, until, until also, I don't, don't, come in a room looking like Maverick from Top Gun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Say that now. <laughs> Baby, be, be give, a fucking uh, Tuskegee Airman again. <laughs> I give unconditional love. Oh, okay? Man. Even if you were in a wheelchair, we'd mm. be wheelchair stunting together. And I'd be right with you. Wow. <laughs> okay? Yep, right down a flight of steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't she say I she keeps lying? Lying like in the basement, yeah, no. but she goes, <laughs> unconditional. I was lying. Stop playing. <laughs> no, I would be there no matter what, though. Yeah, but so you not, wouldn't. So are you getting, you know what? Are you, <laughs> so are you going to start working out for the summer? Um, I keep saying yes, but no. <laughs> Forget it. It's here now. Next, next I time. Mean, yeah, it's, it's too late. Like people now. are still just going to come up to me and be like, you look like Kenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live if he fucked the youth pastor. 
Um, oh so I just gotta, oh I just God, gotta roll with what I got now. Oh my God. I'm glad he said it, and I didn't have to. I was gonna say it, that was kind of my thing, but whatever. Plus, all right, and you already have a wife, so that oh, that's all that matters. True. She wants your marriage. You can let yourself. Well, you shouldn't. Uh, no. Oh, I did. Done and done. <laughs> You're like check. Already did that. Bitch, what else do you want from me? <laughs> I'm still here, aren't I? That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after a certain point, you'll accept them any way you can get it. You'll be like, I don't care if you're fat or not. You're like, as long as you don't leave. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, that's why they like the fat guys. It's hard for them to get out, right? Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> you cook for them and feed them, that's all that matters. You won't leave you, and it'll take them longer to get away. That's all uh -huh. I'm saying. You got to... You got to know your limitations. Like oh. at some point, you got to lower your standards. That's Unconditional entrapment is what. <laughs> is what That's love. Hostages. Sounds like love to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close to it. I'm buying you gifts too. Like, right. yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You get here. I want you a biscuits? gift. It's what an assortment of, of jams. <laughs> Oh God, these, are, these are various baskets we can put little yeah. and smaller and smaller blankets in. <laughs> Got you a gift. <laughs> she getting men off charcuterie. <laughs> oh my God, I get it. Mike, what what hurts your soul this week? Yeah, yeah. And oh, please, please try to be somewhat decent because you know how you are. If you could clean it up, Mike. Sorry, I, I, just beat I, up I, on Mike. I, I, I don't like how they how they gang up on me, Chris. I'm glad you're here because I'm outnumbered yeah. every time I jump on the podcast. Yo, I'm not come in. Bring me. You, you see, you see what happens here on a crime podcast, and they jumping on me. I think we gonna be doing one about them soon. Sherry's doing the eyes like that. You like, see it? She gave me like the murder knows, eyes right yeah, now. She's got like the what? I didn't poison them eyes. <laughs> you, see, you see that? You be like, that watch the show, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> talking to me? If a new host show up, call somebody. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she definitely host. did it. She. Definitely I hear you, you. You'll be buried in a shallow grave in the backyard with your fucking. Pinky fucking twitching just like this yeah. <laughs> in the moonlight. I'm upset that, he knew it was going to be shallow. He knew I'm small and skinny. He knew it wasn't going to take yeah, much digging. Yeah, you can already tell he was small. He you only got to do that, that much digging. That's, right. that's the good part. Like, you don't have to dig as much. Mm. You don't got to dig the holes deep. So it'll make yeah. it That's some easier. bullshit. I'm about to gain weight. Just to make <laughs> just it work. Make it just to make it work. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I could not. What hurts your soul besides Did you say what hurts your soul? Yeah, thank you. No. Uh, yeah, y'all. Y'all. The gang gangs up on people. The gang That's what I'm saying. So now all of a sudden you're sensitive. I try to break my... I don't know, but I had to have You make fun of victims. You're mean. Not victims. I'm not making fun of the victims. I'm just looking at it from a different view. Like, they have blamed us. Right, give me an example. Give me an example. Let Chris, me, you here right now. Give me yeah, an example yeah. of what the I did. Example. Let me tell you give where he example. went wrong. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, when I stated the comment, Richard Ramirez, he was on a death row for you yeah. know decades, and unfortunately, he passed away in 2013 from cancer. Oh my God, Ramirez, we lost him from cancer. All right, uh, he see, just had see, she took it wrong. Three counts. She took it wrong. Thirteen murders, five attempted, yeah. fourteen burglaries. Like seriously, Bless and you soul, worried about though. Richard Ramirez? Yeah, he, he's doing he's doing a breast cancer walk with Ramirez on his back. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. Chris, you supposed to be on my side. Chris, Chris supposed to be on my side. Chris immediately. I'm about to send you a basket, yeah. muffins Chris. in it and shit. So supportive. Well, <laughs> I was saying, well, I'm heavily misunderstood around here. Mm, heavily misunderstood, but I was saying. Was, just so I know. <laughs> see, I told you she already planned to offer me the line. I, well, I was saying that they shouldn't have let cancer kill them. They should have, you know, murdered. He's only for two decades. Right, How long was the list? Part of a way to go out. Mm. Yes, thank you, thank you. See what I'm saying? You should have yeah. got raped or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's There's still because they got him on death row in a room by himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
He did get to meet John Cena. I did hear about <laughs> right. that. <you> know. <laughs> That's not true. That's crazy. He all at the Sixers that's, game. That's, that's, I can't buy a ticket. You know what? <laughs> right? And got his teeth fixed. What? Yeah. I know, listen, isn't that crazy? That's the part that irks your soul, though. When they get in there and get that excellent medical care, you're like, seriously? You know how much dental plans on? He just, what, he had to murder 43 people They'll be to like get this, your teeth right. fixed? They're like this. Your bill is only 3500 and we're going to cover 175 Wait, what? You're like, oh, yeah, that? like, I mean, especially I just death row. I just didn't realize that. Because I would think that any type of, right, any type of teeth fixing would not be something you would get on death row. They'd be like, well... You can kind of eat. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> but then you hear 20 years, and then you're like, oh, well. Uh, Three meals a day. Because if you, He don't need, he's going to kill him. Why does he need to have die with perfect teeth? Just because the cafeteria food doesn't want to change up its menu because he's going to have to gum everything, to be honest no with way. you. I don't know. But the <laughs> medical, listen, the medical care they get in there is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Damn, There's people Sherry. out here that have no insurance, and these people in there are like, you want, got my teeth fixed. Damn. Sherry. And then Sherry's against people Yo, locked up. I, 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 <laughs> you know no, I'm not against them locked up. I want it to be back in the day. Like, if you hung a person a week later when they did something, I don't understand why death row was so long. That's, yeah. that's what I want to yeah, my thing is, If you murdered three or more people, we're saving you for well, three I mean, meals a day for what yeah, reason now? I'm okay. just. It took him a decade to kill him. He killed 43 people in what, three days? What, two years? He did a 14 month spree. Stop. I mean, maybe he should have been running death row. He'd have knocked some things out there quick. Chris, this is <laughs> this is still this is still irked our soul, but Richard Ramirez really irked our soul today. Yeah, yeah, so. like he just took it to another level where he just consumed all of our things. Yeah, you know, what irks you this week? What irks me this week? It's always a it's always a set thing, actually. It's a comedy. Atlantic City crowds, if you come out to a 6 p.m. show, let's mm-hmm. say the day before Easter, you know. Try to, I don't know, wash your ass and like try, just make sure you're not hammered drunk a little and yelling at the stage most of the time. At one point, telling me you were going to fuck me and then not fuck me and then that your boyfriend's there. It's kidding. He's not your boyfriend. I didn't ask you any questions for all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. Atlantic City, just get your shit together. I mean, it's Atlantic City, though. I know, but get your shit together a little. I'm not asking. I'm asking, like, hey, be drunk, but don't yell. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know so, what I'm saying? So, so are you irked at the yelling or the reneging of the pussy that was <laughs> It was confusing. I don't like getting gaslit. My dick got gaslit that night. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I don't. I didn't, you know what I mean? It was, she both, she was both hitting on me and then immediately pulling it away and then hitting on me again and then pulling it away. And then at one point she just said, yeah, no, I am gaslighting you. I'm like, I'm trying to do jokes. <laughs> you're not even, your topics aren't even on my jokes. They're just, you're just, you're just chose to yell. I was, you know, so I think the yelling, but uh, you know, Hey, whatever. I'll do the gig again and we'll see if I can I think fight them. I'll fight them outside. That, that we'll fight or fuck outside. I don't care. I've never fight heard any woman that offered the coochie and then change their mind. She was, I've never heard she was just that. messing with Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You, you probably, yeah, you've never heard of that at all. Right. Nope. She ain't here. Cause no. she said it. She, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she didn't like that. She usually don't like nothing I say. <laughs> so normally I would say what hurt my soul. Uh, this mm. <laughs> it's the list keeps All getting longer. Right. You're like, oh my God, I already things to talk about. And then Mike was like, let me take that off your list because I want to come in there and knock it off the list. No. And you're not going to knock it off the list because I'm already irked for something else. <laughs> what I don't like is Please, people, I try to be friends with people and I try to be nice. Please don't volunteer lies. That's all. You ever have friends that just volunteer lies? Like they tell you something, you're like, you just didn't have to, you, you went so hard on this. Yeah, or yeah. you're like, oh, uh, like a friend of mine owed me some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get my money together. I'll be all right. 
Really? Because you were out five nights last week, <laughs> balling out of control. Your money seems just fine. Like, I don't mind. Please just don't let people know you're yeah. out balling. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, drinks over here, with... bottle over here. That's right. all I'm saying. I, I'm Please. on your Instagram. Yeah. I see what you're doing. That, listen, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, it just hurts your soul. And then when you say something to me, you're like, what? Oh no! Well, what happened was it was last minute. No, stop! Yeah. Like I don't care if it was last minute or not. Like you were still getting it in. You're like, okay. So you fine. got last minute money. Yeah. <laughs> the ball like, out of control. That wasn't right, even planned. Right. Dan so, had the money technically, so, but right. so I, did you uh, borrow from someone else and still didn't work? And then you put someone else's money with it. Was like we're about to ball till we fall. So you the- got coochie on my money, and then now. I should be able to get her and give it away to somebody God. else or something. Like, what the? That is my album. <laughs> on my money. I, I've no. never just heard that. Uh, sorry. And Chris, I think you said, I think the Lord came through. Was that what you said? Yeah. The, no, the Lord came through. I like and that. you can always tell somebody lying too, and they give you the spelling bee eyes. You ever see him like, uh, yeah, and then it was like, uh, <laughs> Then another thing that irked me. Now, I need your opinion on this because I think this is going to blow you all away. Oh, you're you're double irking right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't let go. Yeah, can't let it go. Because you know you try to hold on to some friends. But did you ever have a friend that, you know, you're a ladies' man. You're killing the game, getting these women. You know, None of us. To, but no, yeah. really? okay. okay, sure. Good job lying there. I'm very soul. busy. He, he can really? fuck those stage. Can't even tell his jokes. Be- thank <laughs> you. I've seen your shoe size, Neil. Stop oh, I lying. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Stop. I saw your shoe forgot size. Forgot to say that. You got to work on your lies. It can be big, but doesn't... Volunteering lies. <laughs> this, this guy's the Bobby problem. Brown of the comedy world. <laughs> Volunteering <laughs> lies. You're irking my soul. He said it's his prerogative. I understand you men like to have. Oh, I don't, just another thing though. Let me raise my hand. Am I allowed to mention like no? Because you like you know how you men like three chicks at one time, or we're not supposed to say that. No, no, none of the ones know my name anyway. My real oh. name anyway. All right, so that's fine. So we can say that. All right, yeah. you're, you're disgusting right there. So what? you have a main one, and the fact that you're like, sure, go ahead, talk about that. Right. Stop with the three, the magic number. Just stop. Stop trying to be a pimp. True. Another thing is, is what happens to why are there even switch hitters still out here? Do you know what switch hitters are? Right. Of course. Yeah, it's upsetting. Uh, you know what a switch hitter is? No, I don't know what a switch hitter is. You serious? I'm a okay. Christian. <laughs> you're not a Christian mm-hmm. at all. Uh, switch hitters. I can't be you, with the Lord, Chris. You're straight. You mess with all these women, and then you get caught with a dude. Yeah. Oh, you're just come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you're like, come yeah, on, fam. This is my thing. And please, let's make this clear. LGBT, BGT community, whatever. Listen, you know they will cancel you. Like, do you know? Like, listen, gays are great. Lesbians are phenomenal. <laughs> Trans are you ever, really dressy. Listen, don't you hate when people volunteer lies? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Sherry. I didn't even mean fire. I'm not even Beautiful on this fire. podcast. I'm deleting all my voice. <laughs> sorry, it was just right there. Now, one thing about me is I don't lie. That was good. Yeah, I don't like to lie. That was good. So back to that. Okay, so saying. they're great. Listen, they're great. All I'm saying is in the time that we're in now. Just say you're bisexual. Yeah, like I've actually heard that from LGBTQ like folks, like where they're kind of like, yeah, hey, all of a sudden they were like back with a girl. <laughs> you're like, what? Like I thought you hooked up with them. Like, yeah, they just decided whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's just interesting. Greedy. So just greedy. Just well, it's just not up front, you know what right. I mean? Just right. like, that's what I'm saying. Front, like, like, don't write, don't sit there and you're like, oh, I got this girl, I got this girl, and then you're like this. Yeah, me and the boys about to hang out. <laughs> yeah, I bet y'all are. Like, <laughs> we're about to hang out all night. 
All I'm saying is, it's the volunteering lies. Like right. it's, and I listen, and I understand the summer's getting ready to come. So you know, some people are gonna be out. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm falling. I'm getting it. Or you know, they want to be like, look at all these women I got. And you're mm-hmm. like, really? Because you really are a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. even if you have a couple women, right. nine out of ten, they're not all quality. You're not even built like that. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Your money might be okay, but it's still. It's, if your money was where it's supposed to be. You would be doing better. You wouldn't be doing that Tiger right. Woods shit. Sixteen bitches and still didn't pay people. for them. Look how the summer. Yeah, the summer. Up. Right. All I'm saying <laughs> is, right. All I'm saying is, if you want to be a hoe, you want to have three chicks. Get three chicks money. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. Stop balling out of control. Like, oh, I got that. No, you don't. Because let me just tell you, some men need to learn. Yeah. Um. Some men have a great dick. I've got game, like a half chick. But money. the dick game isn't that great. <laughs> that you think you can just carry it along? No, the dick game can't. It can't. I mean, if it does carry some dudes, good. But usually it, it, it can. But it just say, come on now, come on. Yeah. No one wants great dick with brokenness. It just yeah, is not tough. sexy. It's yeah. Tough. It's yeah. No. Yeah. It's well, sad. Well, that's broke guys. That's when we just rotate them out. Yeah. I know. Think about this. I mean, it's crazy too. Me, <laughs> me, me big dick, and rich. It sucks. It's oh, the worst. Well, yeah, him. it does. Chris, <laughs> I know. Chris is over there. Well, listen, with Chris, after he just came back from five different countries, I, yeah, I don't really want to. Yeah, so you can't relate to that. But anyway, Chris, what I'm saying is, you know, that's why he was quiet. He was like, "Oh, work." Yeah, he was like this. He's like, step this. out. He's like, he's like, I'm checking a, his Robin Hood app. He's like, right I now. took a different chick to every uh, country I went to, so I don't really have those problems. He was like, I showed them better than I could tell. Them. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm from the show me state. Show me better than you can tell me. That's all. Oh man, are we ready for? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was. Are we ready for the flood just, segment? It was lively today. You know what I've noticed? <laughs> I think that as we go along, uh-huh. it's just we're just gonna get worse. Next, like one devolve. of the segments, yeah, because only I. One of the segments is going to be called "Crimes to Remember" and the slash. Girls going wild, and then right. we're just going to strippers and throwing money around and be like, This is how we're balling. And I don't just people are I like, like it. I'm not bad. I'm with it. Yeah, it sounds sound like a right. yeah, That'll be our last episode, and then we'll turn off the lights like a TV show that's wrapping up. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We'll ball look back in the door and be like, Man, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, I sometimes want that we had. Then, of course, you know, after we do that, they'll be like this. Hey, I was fun out of any spots yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> They're like, no, I don't want to do Zoom. I want to come in. Like, I want to come Chris, in. Chris, uh, any uh, any thoughts on coochie on my money? <laughs> <laughs> just any any thoughts in general? I'm just I just keep staring at it. It's, it's entrancing. Don't me. get I don't coochie know on my is. money. If you owe me money, don't be out here getting coochie on my money. It's is, disappointing. Is, How do you feel yeah. about that, Chris? Hey, the, the, the more the better. As long as it's not cartoon stink lines coming up off it, right? It's, uh, so anybody's money you'll do. That's what he said. Anybody's money you'll do. It did it clear. Did the money clear? So disappointed. And when we talk about money, Chris, it's a it's a it's a forty dollar max, right? Right. Oh, there we God. go. There we go. That's all. We all, all right. understood. No, you're better. We're than all him. understood. He took a chick to another country. I don't care if you give her five dollars. Yeah. Like he was going anyway. It wasn't for her. But <laughs> he was, that's not what he was she's going anyway. Tell so you know, women. He right. did it for me. She can tell her whatever she wants. All right. So on our last segment on crimes to remember, we always like to do a shout out, meaning we shout out a business, an entrepreneur, an artist, comedian, because we always like to give back and support people. Because like we say. Support everyone. It's important. We're all out here giving our best and trying to succeed. So, of course, we had Chris Adams on here, and he's been cracking us up all day as usual. But I want to make sure you're able to follow him on social media. And Chris, let us know of any comedy shows that you have coming up or any shows that you've done recently. Where have you been recently, though? 
mostly I've been at Broadway Comedy Club, also at uh, at Gotham Comedy oh, Club okay. in New York. Um, okay. And like I said, did a comedy festival in South Africa. Uh, but yeah, I have more shows coming up at both of those clubs I mentioned. Uh, I'm usually all around New York. Um, haven't done anything in the Philadelphia area lately, but um, you know, always looking for shows. Well, we'll definitely try to see if we can get somebody to bring you to Philly. Sure. You want you to come to Philly, definitely. definitely. So yeah, we want people to be able to follow you on Instagram. So we're definitely going to throw that up. And then please make sure you let us know of upcoming shows because we can always post them and always highlight them. But definitely we're here to support you. But I appreciate you coming on our show with our bander and our acting crazy today because we did no, definitely no, get thank live. You. No, thank you for sharing the platform, Sherry. And uh, every time I've come to Philadelphia, you've uh, welcomed me with open arms, introduced me to people. So I uh, really appreciate that. And, and good to meet the rest of you guys, too. But definitely, right, that's, good to meet you. that's one thing definitely you know about me. I definitely want to make sure you connect and meet people because at the end of the day, I want us all to succeed and do well. So when it comes to networking and getting you out there, I have no problem with it. You're very funny and very talented. Yeah. But yeah, you're hey, very... remember that time we did a we did a comedy show in a uh in an African club in DC? Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> that was priceless. You're <laughs> like that was priceless. Never a dull moment. All the way out in DC. That was cute. That little setup was entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> then it was liquor time. <laughs> You're like, then it was drink time. We did. We had a ball though. And I look forward to work with you again soon. I appreciate you coming on though. All right. Thank you all so much. All right, all Chris. Right. I'll talk to you soon. Right. Definitely. You have a great night. Cool. All right. So I'm glad we got to have this show. Yes, we did get live. And uh yes. Neil, let me know when you're gonna come out with that book. Mm, Coochie on my money. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna not, be great. Yep, it's gonna be a good book. Coochie on my money. I'm gonna come out with a song for it, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, try what's to, that gonna be like? I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna try for next week. I'm gonna okay. try. We're just gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to put a little beat to it and be like, don't nice. coochie on my money. Yeah, you know. Okay, so cool. you know, call. Cool. You know, I don't know. We try to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. it'll be hard. But I don't know. <laughs> You're like, we trash, but I'll try. I yeah. get creative with it. Okay, I'm in. All right. Whatever money you need. <laughs> no, thank you. There you go. Whatever, whatever he's, he's winning already. All right. Whatever, <laughs> we're going to drink after this. You win. Um, but as usual, Mike, thanks for coming on and uh disrupting the show. Always enjoy and uh you know, blaming victims and siding with uh Richard mm -hmm. Ramirez. And oh, okay. Take out that part where I said always enjoy. Yeah, All right, yeah, I'm just saying bye. Yeah, you know what? This will be out in like a couple of weeks. You got anything coming up in May? Yes, you have um, show in May. I have a mm -hmm. show in Albany, funny bone in Albany. On Albany? Albany, 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 yeah, Albany, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, it's, 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 it's all good. No, no, I just hey, you and also Albany might be the way I don't know, mm -hmm. but I you might be doing it in a different are, one, but we're used our to trash mouths. I just wanted to clarify for people, yeah, right. Albany, New York, come out see Mike right. Adams. Where are you gonna be at? Uh, funny bone, uh, the funny bone, yeah, funny bone. The funny bone. yeah. Next time, what I'll do is I'll just write it down and and, and you know, Neil can I read, can read it. it for you so that way I can pronounce it right. You know, I'm happy to do it for you. Apologize, 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 yeah. And uh, this uh, <laughs> this Saturday, I got Trenton, New Jersey, a private gig, so I'm doing a little something nice. That's good. I'm proud of you. All right. Sherry Franklin, we got any uh, shows coming up? Yeah. Uh, you know I'm being lazy uh, right now. Basking my... No, seriously. I'm doing... <laughs> You're like, what kind of... No, seriously. I am. I am. I um, I actually am uh, working on that now, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm working on it with a promoter. It was just that I was able to free up my schedule better now. And then I've also been working from home. So I'm trying to 
once I'm getting this in order with my schedule. So at least I'll be able to get out at nights and, you know, not only attend shows, but then get on shows and whatnot. Because we are very excited for you to hit the scene again. Everybody's waiting. Mm -hmm. Neil, anything coming up? Any more Atlantic City shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to Neil's show just so I can just (laughs) have him. Yeah, 6 p.m. show. You come on out. Yeah, I'm going to start drinking at 3.30. That's what it felt like. (laughs) That would be accurate. Yeah, I don't want you to. I want you to. Feel lost. I want to bring it right back, like deja vu. No, definitely helping me out. (laughs) But as always, Neil, a phenomenal producer. And if you want to start a podcast, I'm probably not going to give you his information because I'm petty. Right. And um, it's true. But either way, love having Neil always do our shows. He does an excellent job. And Mike, I always appreciate you coming out and supporting me. And thanks again to Chris Adams. Uh, He's very funny. I look forward to seeing some shows and working with him again also. But I appreciate, as always, people coming out, subscribing and supporting our show for Crimes to Remember. And also, people, let me know if you want me to shout out your business or if you're a comedian that I know of and I haven't reached out to. I apologize because I definitely will bring you on. Please let me know. I always look to bring on guests, promote their businesses or their shows, especially support Black-owned businesses. I look forward to everyone subscribing and supporting us. Everyone have a great evening. Until next time. This has been Crimes to Remember with Comedian Sherry. Subscribe on YouTube at Crimes to Remember, rate and review us on your favorite audio platform, and follow us on Instagram at Comedian Sherry. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.